count. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay. And action. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hotel Stories Podcast, Tales from TripAdvisor with Tracy and Sam. I'm Sam, and the hostess with the mostest, Tracy, is online with us. And we're in St. Louis today. St. Louis, old St. Louis. Yeah, and beer, because when you live in St. Louis, you're part of the Anheuser-Busch like dynasty, whether you like it or not. Um, and as a person who works for a hotel, was founded by the Bush family, Anheuser-Busch, uh, Mr. Adolphus Bush. Um, it is a little bit of a historical reference. So thank you, St. Louis, for producing uh, that family. Anyway. And thank you. There's for a lot to talk you. about in St. Louis. I looked at a hotel. So we have a bit of a delay this week on our recording. <laughs> so we're actually using two cans and a string. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> on. Yeah, we're having a bit of a technical difficulty. And since our upbringing is through sales and marketing, all you IT people out there, Give us a shout because we don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know where to submit the ticket to get this shit fixed. So can we please get an amen up in here for ITP? I'm just, I'm willing to submit a ticket. I just need to know. We have a lot to talk about and I don't have time for all this. And where is IT? And then when they show up, then when they show up, you're like, hey, how are you? How are your kids? Do you have kids? Oh, you don't have kids? Do you have a dog? Anyway, can you just fix my computer? <laughs> anyway oh have a good christmas see you next year <laughs> we do okay so lovely st louis um uh, i've been to st louis i really liked it i had a great time there i went to go see the omni hotel when i worked for omni and um yeah it was a great city so um you want to start sam since i started last week yeah. Well, first of all, I have to ask you, did you go up in the arch? Did you go up in the world famous St. Louis arch? When I, I when I was a kid, uh, my family and I did a road trip and we drove uh, through the arch or by the arch. We didn't get out and do anything. But no, I didn't on this business trip. Have you? Yeah. Let me tell you something. I've done some crazy stuff in my life. And I think that unintentionally and unknowingly, Going up in the St. Louis Arch was one of the most terrifying, um, harrowing experiences. It's like being put inside of that little thing that you stick your prescription in or your check-in at the bank and it goes up a tube and it ends up somewhere else. It was like that. It was terrifying. And I'm so glad when I was so glad when I got up in it and then I became panicked that I was inside of an arch. I couldn't wait to get out. Does but it take you? Wait, it's does cool. It it's just not my. Up? It's not. Does it suck you up from one side and spit you out? No, on the it doesn't. No, yeah, like you go up one side and you're in Kansas, and the next side you're in Missouri. No, I'm kidding. You, you, you get in this thing. It's called a uh, an inclinator, and it's like this. It's like this elevator where you sit down in it and like you roll up the arch, and then you get out and you can like walk over the top of the bend and like look down into the river. 
terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> Why would they do that? Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's like that. It's like that crazy Chinese bridge that they built where there's like a TV screen under the bridge that makes it look like it's shattering and you're like 1,500 feet above oh this gorge and a river. Like, why would people do that? It's terrible. Know. Like, I mean, there are so many other things that are, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, so I went to the Moonrise Hotel in St. Louis mm -hmm. and I picked this hotel because it's number seven of 135. And um, have you ever heard of the Moonrise Hotel? Never. It sounds like something from Miss well, Saigon. Uh, well, yeah, it's the, the, the review I picked is um, from a person called Circus Lady. And Circus Lady gave it one star. And the reason I picked this hotel, I just have to back up. Like I picked hotels that were in the top 10 uh, or generally in the top uh, percentage because I wanted to see like what bad reviews people were saying about really excellent hotels. Cause they're all really good hotels have bad reviews. And I wanted to see how the, the GMs responded. So circus lady writes, the bed was so bad. We asked to be moved to another room. And then that bed was worse. Staff was friendly and they took the money off the bill, which was still not worth it because the bed was so uncomfortable, quite a disappointment. And so the GM writes back, he says, dear circus lady, <laughs> finding that perfect bed, one size fits all for the public is a difficult task. Obviously we didn't accomplish that for you. Our beds, as most of our reviews on TripAdvisor speak to, are one of the amenities our guests mentioned above and they love the most. They are custom made, but of course, that doesn't mean they are perfect for all. We completely understand that, circus lady. Thank you for mentioning to the desk staff your disappointment. I'm glad we offered compensation. We want to make sure all our guests are satisfied. Sincerely, Paul, the GM. And I just have to say, like, he said everything that needed to be said. He did it in a, in a very classy but direct manner. And he basically told her, hey, we may not be your cup of tea, but I'm glad we did our best. So push on down the road, circus lady. You know, you're right. And it was genuine and it wasn't cookie cutter. I like that. No. I mean, I feel like he had like a glass of scotch and he was like clinking the ice in his scotch glass. And he's like, oh, come on, circus lady. We got good beds. Jeez. <laughs> And he just typed that little sweet note out and, you know, fired up a cigarette and went on with his life. And his hotel's still top 10. So, you know, he didn't even, he didn't even really have to respond, but he did because he's a good GM. So I like this guy. Okay. I like him. I'm on his side. Um, so this guy, or this is a woman, actually, it says travel with kids, Utah. So UT, she's from Utah. Um, the title of hers is, if you are not safe, the rest doesn't matter. And uh, it says, this was our last stop on a cross-country 56-day road trip. 56-day road trip. Can I tell you, I did a one-day road trip with my four- and five-year-old, and I was ready to blow my brains out. I can't imagine traveling with kids on a 56-day road trip, but okay. Um, she said, we've been well, in... and she's from Utah. She probably had 56 kids oh my god she's like we did a day for each child 
we had let each of our 56 children yeah. choose a city they wanted to go to. So here she is on her 56 day road trip with all her kids. And she says, we've been to many hotels, including cities such as New Orleans and Miami, which I thought was great because those are the two we just went to. Um, but she said, we've been in national yeah. and state parks. This is the only place though, that they were a victim of a crime. Um, so she talks about, I could talk <laughs> about the of the hotel and you know, the elevator and all that, but who really cares when your safety is at risk? So she said the staff gave them like those sad faces when they said they're sorry, but I mean, you know, stuff happens and I, I, I'm not sure how the hotel's culpable on this, but they left some items in their car and their car got broken into. Um, but it's, she says, even the police officer that took the report just said it happens all the time and he didn't even wait to determine what had been taken. No, because you take that to your insurance. So anyhow, uh, this is the best part. So she has a 10 and 12 year old that are traveling with her. And one of the hotel employees told her 10 and 12 year old that um, once there were shots fired <laughs> when two guards got broken into one night. She said, I didn't expect the hotel to do that. Um, what? Yeah. Um, so the, G the GM uh, responded, his name's Alan, or her name's Alan. Um, and it says, uh, I left a message for you and I'd very much like to follow up with you in person or I'll be at the phone. Um, and uh, he said, uh, guest safety and security is, paramount, uh, is of paramount importance. Um, it says, that said, we have security measures in place to help secure all guest vehicles. This starts with the secured parking garage, cameras, and a guard. The other measure are up to the guest by following the advice offered by most travel professionals, such as not having any valuables visible in your vehicle overnight. Yeah. So anyhow, they're, ba I mean, they addressed it. I thought it was nice what they said. They're like, look, we're in a downtown location. We have security measures, but you know, you're in a city and things happen. Yeah. I mean, the question I have is, um, if she left those kids in the car, she sounds like the kind of person that would just leave like an open purse with her, her laptop and like a bunch of cords and some cigarettes and like change and maybe like $3 and a Dr. Pepper. Like I just, I see that in the minivan and that's, yeah. like, that was like perfect grounds for the thief to break in. Right. I mean a 56 day road trip. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure. So I kind of feel like the hotel did the right thing there. Yeah, they did. I mean, I've worked in many hotels where cars get broken into. I mean, it happens. Although the hotel didn't yeah, have take your shit. <laughs> the hotel didn't they did have, have a buffet. No, the hotel didn't have to talk about gunshots, though. Wow. I mean, you never want to talk about, you never want to even say the word gunshot or gunfire in a conversation with a guest ever, right? Duly noted. I'll mark that down. Um, so I um, have a really interesting um, second review from 
our friends over at the uh, Moonshine, or I'm sorry, Moonrise Hotel. I know there's probably a Moonshine Hotel in St. Louis, but this is the Moonrise, the Moonrise Hotel. I want to get it right. And this is from Miss Katina, 1979. She has got one contribution. So this was it. This was her one contribution to TripAdvisor, which is a little sketchy. She says, oh, well, the review says, poor customer service with the hotel. Well, I mean, okay. And she says in quotes, she put it in quotes. I don't know why, but I'm already judging her. I rented a space for an event, spending $4,000 on a Sunday, and I expected my guests to be treated with courtesy and respect. At the end of the evening, my sister and my father-in-law needed a cab. The hotel clerk refused to call one and went so far as to have them escorted off the premises by security, putting them in danger. I contacted the hotel about the incident and eventually received a snotty slash rude email from the general manager erroneously justifying the situation. He did not offer no apology for the issue, which was what we were looking for. The restaurant is great, but the hotel portion of the business need better customer service. They very rude. No. Yeah. So, I mean, grammar errors there and like I'm a, I'm the son of an English professor so I'm having trouble with her already mm-hmm. um, but I just want to point out before I read the GM's response that generally speaking when your family gets removed by security from the hotel you're part of the problem you're part of the problem like I'm hooray for you that you spent four grand on a Sunday you're not walking on water at this point like Put some zeros in there, Katina, like 40 grand on a Sunday. Now we're talking. I might call a cab for your drunk mother and your drunk father-in-law, but you spent $4,000 in Sunday and you, for an event, like what did you have? Pimento cheese sandwiches? What's happening here? There needs to be some context around it. Like, obviously something happened. That's a really good segue, Tracy, because my hero of the week, uh, Mr. Paul, the GM from the Moonrise, he says, Katina, unfortunately, there is much more to this situation, which you have failed to share up on TripAdvisor. It is not, however, something I think appropriate for me to share either, being that the situation was of a personal nature for you, and this, after all, is a public forum. If you would like to discuss this further, you can contact me here. Regards, Paul. Like, so once again, I've never seen Paul, I've never met Paul, but today, right now, Paul is my hero because he did not have to be that classy because mm-hmm. Tina was not, and, and he shut it right down. And doesn't mean that we're not still wondering what um, the sister and father-in-law did that got them escorted off property, but, he just took it right offline. There was either a fight with alcohol involved or a fight without alcohol involved, but something of that nature. Yeah. And so a $4,000 event on a Sunday, the sister, I failed to mention, she's 78 years old and the father-in-law. So these are older people that were probably fighting drunk, which makes it even more amazing. Those meds got mixed up with the alcohol and a lot of family got involved. Yeah, yeah. 
and there was shouting and they did it like right in front of the revolving door and the GM was like, oh no, 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 I reviewed the tapes. You're leaving the part out about how your 78 year old um, sister took her bra off. I don't know. I mean, so <laughs> I mean, Sunday, like, Sunday's pretty low-key. Like, if you're out there and you're not a hotel person and you're listening, like, Sunday's a big, like, sort of, like, get ready for the weekday. Unless you're on a, unless you're in a resort, you're not, like, doing a whole lot on Sunday. Like, the night auditors, you know, having a few cigarettes and, you know, the, the housekeepers cleaning. They're getting the hotel ready for a busy week. But not with Katina's family. They had a busy night, a busy Sunday. Well, I have one. Uh, this is Kimberly. Kimberly said, um, there was a fist fight right outside our door and the walls were banged up. We could, <laughs> not get, we could not get the front desk to answer the phone. And the people next door said when they got the front desk, they said they weren't coming up, which I love the people next door. I guess they were talking to the people next door through the wall. Because how do you know the people next door's number? They must have been like, we're calling You're the family. front desk. That yeah. 78-year-old sister and father-in-law. That's what oh happened. God, that's who it was. It was them. It says, um, regrettably, and I love the hotel's response. This is the general manager, Alan. Regrettably, we are familiar with the incident in question. And um, during this time, we were actually handling the matter at hand and concurrently handling a lot of phone calls from guests such as yourself. So I get that. The same thing happens when the fire alarm goes off and then you're calling down like, no one's answering the phone. And it's because everyone in the hotel is calling the operator. Because there's a fire, Karen. That's why. <laughs> Put your Franzia box wine back in your mini bar that you cleared out and go downstairs. You came guns blazing. You're like, because there's a fire, Karen. There's a fire, Karen. Jesus. <laughs> you don't think we do this for fun, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. I love that Karen shows up every week, by the way, because Karen listening for the first time karen is not a, a real person she just represents all of the people that are problems in hotels that's just, just need to clarify that Damn Wait, it, I, gotta, karen. I gotta tell you this one real quick because it's it's cracks me up it says um this is the same place it says drunk people and police kept us up most of the night and then it says um We've never had such a terrible stay. It says, at one point, a police officer came to our door to see if a drunk guy with our room number written on his arm belonged to us. <laughs> I just feel like that. I, yeah. A police officer. He's like, is this, this is Kevin. Is this your Kevin? Your room number's written on there. It's like, no. Right. Just take a minute to like, think about that. Like first you get, you're already pissed off because it's loud and you get up and you think like, was that, was that the air conditioner unit that's in the window or was that the door knocking? And then you look out the peephole and it's the St. Louis police with a guy with something written on his arm. And you're like, do I open the door or do I just not? I'm gonna open the door, I'm opening the door. And you open the door and the police are like, hey, uh, does this guy belong to you? Like, what? Like he's a purse. Right. You're like, oh, hey, Rick, where were you, man? We wrote our, wrote our number on your arm so you wouldn't forget. Like, thank you, officer, for bringing our friend back. Oh, my God. So funny. Crazy. So. But the, the GM's response was Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> in St. Louis. In St. Louis. Mardi so Gras. Good. 
It says, I'm so sorry about the timing of your visit. That's so great. Okay, go ahead. You got one? I love that. I love that. And you know what? I'm going to start using that too. Like when my social media manager gets a bad review, I'm going to be like, just say Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras three times. Oof. Gone. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> yeah, it definitely derails the conversation. Um, so good. So this is um, same hotel, the moonrise, not the moonshine, moonrise. And again, top 10, top 10 hotels. Still my favorite GM uh, this week, uh, Mr. Paul. So this customer, Miss Ab Collins, 405, um, he, she uh, wrote one review for TripAdvisor and it was at least three pages long. So I'm gonna condense it. I had planned a trip to St. Louis and had paid for my room via Groupon. Now, Tracy, take a minute, take a deep breath. <laughs> Because we, this is the first time we've mentioned Groupon. Uh-uh, you can't get a spray tan and a luxury hotel experience. Right. Like, oh, I mean, I need to get a Groupon on the birth of my baby and a new BMW and a spray tan and a pedicure. You have, you can't do it all, right? Yeah, I was at the Korean spa, then I'm going to go get my spray tan, and then I'm going to my hotel. Yeah, and all of it costs $11. So... <laughs> You just can't get it. So I had it paid for my room via Groupon and was on my way. After reading all the positive reviews, I was excited to experience the moonrise for myself. But then I made a huge mistake. I had left my wallet all the way back in Oklahoma at a restaurant I had eaten at. They was closed. I had 200 miles away from the restaurant and 400 miles from home. So I called the moonrise at about 2 a.m. and explained the sitch hoping there would be somebody that could do something. But the night clerk was less than helpful. His response was basically, uh, you need your driver's license to check in, ma'am. Regardless of the fact that I had all of my paperwork stating the room had been paid for and that I had various other ways of proving my identity, but nope, that was not good enough. And the night clerk didn't care that I was 400 miles away from home with nowhere to stay. But in some ways, I understand that. They need a driver's license to check in. I get that. I mean, it was my fault, after all, for leaving it in Oklahoma. I was just hoping that given the extreme circumstances, something could be done for me. Like, what? All of a sudden, you want, you're an entitled American and you want us to bend the rules at the night audit? Like, those are the last people that are going to bend the rules. P.S. You're irritating them already, Karen. So, uh, this she says, and this is where I get really angry. <laughs> After all this went down, I emailed three people associated with the hotel's customer service to let them know that the night clerk had come off as less than concerned about my situation and that nothing could have been done differently to avoid me being stranded. I wrote a seven paragraph email, very polite, but detailed. And then I waited and waited and waited. No response. Two weeks later, no response. That's its own paragraph, by the way. <laughs> she says, so yeah, probably not going back. I just wish they had the class to address the problems I presented them with, but apparently they prefer to ignore it. Maybe they don't value Groupon business the same way they do regular business. I don't know, just upsetting. Oh yeah, rooms are pretty. And the daytime clerk, Nicole, I think that's her name. She's awesome, super nice. Thanks, Nicole. That's it. That's the review. Wait, how does she know the nighttime people and the daytime people? Did she check in? Yeah, she, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Like there's so much to unpack here. That's a really good question. Like let's start with the first sentence with Groupon. Let's, let's move on down to somehow you were between 200 and 400 miles away from home and the hotel, but you just realized you left your wallet in a Shoney's. Like, how do you go anywhere 400 miles away from your home and not have your driver's license? That's so scary. Well, she left her, she left her wallet on the buffet at the Golden Corral. Somewhere. Oh my God. Oh, did I mention she's from Norman, Oklahoma? So somewhere between Norman and St. Louis. So she's having a bad week. So anyway. She's like, I'm going on my road trip and all I need is this group on piece of paper. Right. She's like, I told you, my name is A.B. Collins, 405. I mean, look at me. <laughs> so this is my favorite response, right? Like she just- oh, good, good, good. He responded. Oh, totally. You're right. Like my hero. First of all, she gives it a one star for value, three star for location, one star for service, four star for rooms, and three stars for cleanliness. So she's all over the board. One so the star for value? Was, yeah. That's crazy. So, crazy. Um, the GM writes back, dear A.B. Collins, our numerous attempts to reach you via telephone since your stay one week ago have been unsuccessful because voicemail box has not been set up by the cell phone owner. We pride ourselves in excellent customer service and getting back to our guests that are kind enough to share their experience. We always respond within 24 hours. However, we could not do so in your situation because of your telephone issue and your mailbox. If you could be so kind as to contact me directly, I would appreciate your time so we can discuss in person. Like he went on and he just dropped the mic and was like, hey, um, thanks for your 27 paragraph um, <laughs> Groupon drama, but your phone isn't set up, Karen. You don't have a voicemail on your phone and you're, you're, you're screening your calls because you're on the run. That's what I think. I mean, listen, she leaves the house with no driver's license. She has no cell phone set up. There's a little scatteredness going on with this AC person. Yeah, so I planned my trip from Norman, Oklahoma to St. Louis and I did it on Groupon. I've said it before, like this has bad choices in life written all over it. it yep. just, no shade on, on Norman, no shade on St. Louis, but Groupon, come on. Yeah, you're not come a on. victim, AC. And Paul, the GM, was very classy. I think he still is, I still think he deserves the GM of the week award, right? Yes, of course. Well, this is, um, okay, so this is one of my favorite people. This is Jennifer, and Jennifer's title is Haunted Room. <laughs> Jennifer, I wonder if it had a four-year-old ghost. <laughs> no, it's even better than the four-year-old ghost. Okay, so it says, I know that sounds crazy to say haunted room, but it was. Wait, she just started out like in the middle of the thought? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like people like that. She's like, look, I know it sounds crazy, okay? She's like, my girlfriends and I actually stayed here for the Love Life Women's Conference. Okay, so I had to look that up. So that is a, do you know who Joyce Myers is? Of course. Okay, so this is Joyce Myers' Religious Christian Conference that she's here for, which as someone who was raised as like a Pentecostal Christian, like one step away from snake handlers, they really don't believe in ghosts. So the fact that she's saying that this room is haunted really makes me laugh, but it's leave it to a religious zealot to like go down this road. Anyhow, I'm sure I offended a lot of people, but here we go. Okay. 
My girlfriends and I actually stayed here and there were four of them in the room, but couldn't select uh, that date on Trooper. Okay. Um, we either saw all of them, either saw or heard the ghost in the room. The energy in the hotel was really odd, meaning people there were either extremely friendly or extremely unfriendly. <laughs> this is so funny. She's like, the energy was off because people were either nice or not nice. Our room cleaning service was terrible and we had to call for them to come clean it again. The sheets were not changed from the pe previous people staying in the room and the towels were not fresh either. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, but let's get to the haunting, Jennifer. Okay, so it says, it was Saturday night and my girlfriend sleeping in the bed next to me heard a strange noise that sounded like something fell and I opened my eyes and looked next to me and there was a ghost figure of a man in the process of climbing in my bed with me. <laughs> this what? is on TripAdvisor. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, this <laughs> makes me laugh so much. Um, I look at the other bed and there was another ghost standing at the foot of that bed. We noticed that my bed had been physically moved about two to three feet away from the wall which was the loud noise we must have heard. Needless to stay, say, we packed our things and left in the morning first thing. We had no idea of the history of ghosts in the city when we stayed there. <laughs> oh my God, this cracks me up. So they had two ghost men coming in to snuggle them at night. In the same bed, in the same bed. And then he picked up the bed and moved it away from the wall to get some space between him and the wall. Yeah, I mean, it, what it sounds like is that they thought they needed to come up with a story to put on TripAdvisor to sort of like uh, get ahead of the bad press that might come out of them having some gentlemen callers up to their room during a Pentecostal conference. I'm just saying. I just want to picture these two ghosts. They're like, hey, Jim, you want to go to that room? Do you see those two girls? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, that, the way that one was speaking in tongues, she had me, hello. <laughs> I said hallelujah. I <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> he's like, I picked up the bed and tried to move it a little. And he's like, damn it, Jim. He's you like, just woke her up. Jennifer and Karen are still asleep together. This is my fantasy. This is my ghost <laughs> fantasy. Some Pentecostal ladies in a king bed that don't know we're ghosts. <laughs> the ghost is like climbing into bed and his, his ghost friend bangs the bed. <laughs> yeah. The girls are like, damn it, Jim. I'm pretty sure, Jennifer, just FYI, since you're not even supposed to be believing in ghosts. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that the last place that a ghost wants to go is back to bed. Like, they're already in a coffin. I think, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure the ghost is like wanting to go out and hang out. Like, this makes me laugh. Walls, you know, like slip under some doors, but not your room. What? what if they had a cutout of a human like running through the wall? <laughs> what if like at the front desk, like it was a hotel that had like been, some people notoriously say it's been haunted. What if at the front desk, there was like a big like ghost clip art that says, have you seen this guy? Just kidding. Take a picture here. <laughs> like our, our, ghost, our ghost selfie wall. And you know what I have to say? If you are a Joyce Myers fan, then you don't need to believe in ghosts. God is bigger. God is stronger. He can take care of those ghosts. Yeah. Well, according to um, Wikipedia, if you've seen Joyce Meyer, you may have seen a ghost because she is not, she's up there like in the age. She might be the ghost. 
Oh my God. Well, and the, and the manager's response, I mean, the fact that they even responded is great, but he says, we've never had any reports of anything of this nature. I apologize for the experience. <laughs> love it. I love that so much. He He's even like, apologized. That's so great. Yeah. Hotel people, we're always apologizing for stuff. You ever notice that? Like you can be some, you can be somewhere that's like not even your, your deal. It's not even your problem. Like out with friends to eat, you go to a restaurant you're like, I'm really sorry about your salad. Should we, should we send it back? And you're like, wait a minute, this is not my restaurant. Enjoy oh. your horrible salad, Karen. hundred percent. I mean, but the guy, this guy's apologizing for a ghost climbing into bed with one of his guests. <laughs> Correction, two of his guests that were sleeping. <laughs> two ghosts, two guests, yeah. Yeah, lesbian oh, so fantasy ghosts. Okay, so I have moved on to another hotel in the St. Louis area called the Hyatt Regency St. Louis at the Arch. Now, I am a, generally speaking, a fan of, of big hotels that get it right. And I think that um, most Hyatts do. Like, I don't stay at a lot of Hyatts because, you know, they're just not in my wheelhouse. But this, this Hyatt is like in the top quarter of hotels in St. Louis. Yeah, I usually like Hyatt hotels. Yeah, right? Like, even if they're like old school, like bubble elevators and like Ivy um, you know, that are like hanging down through the atrium, like they usually get it right. So yeah. this is from uh, a guy named Samuel O. And um, he, uh, by the way, this Hyatt has four stars and 5,000 reviews. Like that's a lot. Like people who travel to Hyatt, they're big hotels. They get a lot of reviews. They get a lot of, and for a Hyatt hotel that has this many rooms to have four stars is nothing short of a service miracle. Right? Yeah, congratulations. Right, right. So um, this general manager in a very different way is also kind of my hero because he just literally gives no Fs. I can't say that word on here, but he gives no Fs. So Samuel writes, waste of money. This was the worst experience ever for my family and I, period. Like, I don't know, Samuel, you've not had many experiences in life if this is the worst, but whatever. <laughs> Customer service was horrible. Restaurant refused to take order. We got the worst room at the hotel. Fridge was like an oven. Mattress felt like there's a hole in the middle. He misspelled theirs. Room needs new phone. Front desk was rude. Only nice people up in this place were the valet guys. I will never recommend this horrible place to anyone. And, um, the general manager, Mr. Randy, says, I am sorry. We will work hard to improve. <laughs> <laughs> On our responses? <laughs> That's it. Just, we will work hard to improve. No. I mean, like, literally one line, and there was so much he could have said, like, hey, Samuel, this is the worst experience you've ever had. Have you ever looked at CNN? Do you know where Syria is? <laughs> any idea about the children locked up at the border, but no, the Hyatt at the St. Louis Arch is the worst experience you've ever had. Get a life. You're having a good life there, sir. Congratulations. Seriously. Like what kind, of, what kind of circles do you travel in where you're like, oh my God, yeah, that whole like border crisis is terrible, but let me tell you about this, the bed at the Hyatt Regency. It was, <laughs> cannot be tolerated. This is, cannot go on. <laughs> I was traumatized. I'm seeing a therapist about it. I'm really working through it. Yeah, like like you really need something in your life. So this, uh, can I read one more? This is from Miss yeah, Leslie. Yeah. 
Miss Leslie Pickering. She has three contributions, right? So she's done, she's, she stayed at this hotel and others. And she says, don't be fooled. Reservation was for a king bed, ended up in the bottom of the barrel, worst room, no view, two double beds, handicapped and very disgusting bathroom. Both beds had hair in them, mattresses were sagging, glitter star confetti all over the floor, disgusting. So, I don't know, like, I don't know why she had to put glitter star confetti in there that, that disgusted her, but that would actually be like, not such a bad thing. No, if I saw glitter star confetti on the ground, I'd be like, oh, somebody had a celebration here. The hair, I mean, just end at the hair. That's disgusting. It is, right? But she didn't have to say ADA room, disgusting, bottom of the barrel, worst room. I mean, it makes it sound like they're like, yeah, put the handicapped people over the grease trap. That's not yeah. it. They're no. very rooms. They're, in fact, they're usually bigger rooms, and you should be grateful because you can take your big ass into the giant shower, and you don't have to squeeze anywhere. I love the handicap rooms. Like anytime we get one, I'm like, oh, cool. Because it is, it's bigger. It's usually larger. Yeah. I think they call them challenged rooms now, but she calls them ADA handicap. Anyway, so this is the response from the general manager, which I, again, this guy, I love this guy. <laughs> he writes, disappointing, period. I'm sorry we missed the mark on this visit. <laughs> <laughs> I like I love it when 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 the re response includes a sentence that is one word disappointing <laughs> I feel like I I know this GM I've worked with this GM this like like probably hides in his office a lot because you're like no don't don't go talk to the guy because they're like a thinker and they're big picture but like in front of the guest it's like not the same <laughs> yeah trying to and, be you like, and you like look as the director of sales you're like looking at the the daily responses and stuff like on the social media platform and you're like oh my god he wrote one line like <laughs> these people are like further incensed now here's the here's another gm that you probably work with this is from uh, mr go places and he wrote a review about the hyatt he said the valet parking was a nightmare the hotel was fabulous i have two complaints the car door scratch had happened when my car was in valet parking of all places also, the help desk, the man that literally laughed in my face and corrected me when I misspoke about Tony's in St. Louis, not really looking for a jerk when I'm dropping 300 bills <laughs> at the business just down the road. So, 300 bills. Yeah. So the response from the general manager, right, says, thanks for the review. Uh, we hope you contacted our valet company. Reach out to them directly so they can look into this for you. <laughs> <laughs> like wholesale past the buck was like, I'm not dealing with this guy. Like F off. <laughs> oh my God. This guy. So I'm going to switch hotels too. Um, this, this hotel caught my eye because guess what it used to be. I'm going to tell you the name of what it is now. And you, we're going to play a little game. You tell me what, what it used to be right Wait. now. Is this a, is this a, I, I'm playing, I'm, I'm playing the game. Yeah, you're playing the game. Okay. So this is the Clayton Plaza Hotel. What name do you think it used to have? Crown Plaza. That's right. They really right. didn't change much. Oh my God. I, Tracy, we are so like um, thinking along the same lines because I 
reviewed a hotel next called the City Place Hotel, which also used to be a Crown Plaza. So let me have it. Let me hear what you have. Okay. Well, this is the Clayton Plaza. And um, Robert brought his wife and his two daughters on summer vacation here. And when they were checking out, they were kind of going through and like, hey, make sure we got everything. Um, and they were like looking at, you know, in the bed, under the chair, under the, you know, whatever. Anyhow, um, packing up. And their seven-year-old, wanting to be helpful, looked under the bed and saw something. Thinking it was one of our items that had accidentally slid under the bed, she pulled out what can only be be described as an adult novelty item. <laughs> oh my God, Karen's daughter found a dildo. <laughs> you can't recover from that. Like I, I said the D word. Out there, you can never, no matter what you do, recover from a dildo. Remember Mardonia bringing the dildos down to the desk and was like, oh. "What do you want me to do with this?" We're like, um. Nothing. Just throw it away. Oh my God. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Way to start the birds and the bees discussion with your kid. Can you imagine like your worst nightmare is being a hotel guest when your seven-year-old comes running at you with like a large <laughs> toy. It's like, daddy, daddy, daddy. The best is if my kid did that, I would start dying laughing. And then I would be like, okay, we're going to have to wash your hands, sanitize. And yeah. then I would tell the front desk, but I would be like, you're not going to believe what we found in the room. I wouldn't, I mean, I would not go on here. He's so appalled and disgusted, but I mean, I get it. Some people are, but not me. It, yeah. I mean, honestly, like when I think about that, I think like, I mean, was the rest of the room clean? I mean, unless you, I, I don't know. Like, I remember um, that one of my previous GMs liked to um, try to get people to look under the bed. And remember Mary Lou was like, okay, you want us to look under the bed? I get it, I get it. So she did this competition with her housekeepers and she had that Buzz Lightyear toy. And oh, she yeah. hide it under beds and under like, under, um, you know, counters and in drawers. And like, if you found it, anywhere in your room then uh as a well-hidden thing then you would get like twenty dollars and it really oh my made god that's so cool yeah i mean we should just start hiding dildos right like listen the stakes have gotten higher ladies now you have to find los sex toys in the room <laughs> Cinquenta dollars. <laughs> the stakes have gotten higher Right. I mean, like, as a, as a housekeeper, can you imagine if you came home and you're talking to your family and you're like, yeah, so my boss, like, up the ante, used to be $20 for Buzz Lightyear, now it's $50 for a dildo. Oh, my God. Mama's going to find it. I'm, a, I'm doing it. So, um, I think You have that, a crown plaza. Yeah, I mean, it's... So, like, I looked at this place, and here's what I want to say about this place. So... I never in my career, and I, I mean, you and I both have worked a lot of places. We've looked at a lot of stuff. We've been around for a minute. And like, never in my career have I looked at a hotel that is as new of a hotel as this one is, even though it's been through a flag change, right? That has twice as many, actually three times as many poor or terrible reviews as it does excellent and good. Oh, God. Right, like it has, it has 1,900 reviews and like over a 1,000 of them are from average to terrible. And the largest amount of reviews they had, which is 575, are terrible. Ooh, ooh. So if you stay here, 
It's on you. It's on you, especially if you have many, many contributions. So CMM 7870 from Grain Valley, Missouri, which I'm sure they were pissed because they're coming in from Grain Valley, which sounds like a riveting place, just St. Louis. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I, you know, didn't even, do they have internet in Grain Valley? You could have looked this up, but whatever. <laughs> so this person says, woof, period. Woof. That's the title. <laughs> and it says, I just remembered to write this review after my school group just stayed at an amazing hotel on a different school trip, and we were reminiscing about our trip last fall to this place. I realized I should have probably done this then. Right, okay, so let me stop. This review was April of 2019, and she's still pissed off about something from the fall, and something happened, and she's like, let me get up on TripAdvisor. You're right, I'm gonna get on there, and I'm gonna write a review. I'm gonna show them. She says, I realized I should have done this in the fall, but I pushed this hotel experience out of my subconscious as it was no good. When we arrived at the city place, several different groups of people, not with our group, were already angry with the staff at the front desk. I knew we were in for it. Okay, so you, but you stayed. You just carried on with it. You didn't even, you didn't look around and go like, this is not gonna end well, we should go somewhere else. You just decided to stay. She says, the rooms were dark, we're not clean. We had multiple rooms with lights not working. And the worst of all, a room with dead bugs in the bed. When we asked someone to change the bedding, we waited over an hour and asked several times for help. We had students who needed to sleep and several people at the front desk doing nothing while we had dirty bug sheets and sat on the bed. This back and forth uh, and no one doing anything finally led us to put new bedding on ourselves as no one seemed to want to help. Well, first of all, like even if you have kids with you and I get it, like you're probably on a sports team thing and you're lots of people, but like under no circumstances do you go like, eh, I mean, as long as we get some new sheets, we can just like change the sheets here and get the bugs off the bed and decide to stay. Right. Well, I guess, but you know, you also, if you've got this big group, then maybe you need to call the parents and tell them we're moving hotels. And I don't know, it might sound like a big nightmare <clears throat> logistically to get a hold of everyone. But yeah, I mean, you do have a responsibility to the kids if you feel like the place is unsafe, but it sounds like it was just dirty. Well, and that's why I'm not a parent, Tracy, because they would become latchkey kids. I would be like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to the W. You guys have fun. Here's some Lysol and some Raid and some sheets. Hasta la vista. <laughs> I'll see you at Starbucks tomorrow. Anyway, so the GM responds. We appreciate you taking the time to share your feedback with us from last fall. We're disappointed to hear that we were not able to provide the quality of the stay you were expecting. We're sorry if the lighting in your room is insufficient. In addition, we apologize for any of, quote, those issues you encountered with bedding <laughs> and nobody in housekeeping was available. We will review the comments with the rest of our team and make changes. We have consider your feedback essential to see where we need to be making improvements. We hope you'll decide to stay with us the next time you're in the area so we can provide the visit you were hoping for and deserve. First of all, that is like boilerplate language. Somebody like cut it, cut that and pasted it. And then was like, oh yeah, 
I need to put it in a sentence about the quote unquote bed problem. What if they said, and thanks for staying at the Hyatt, and then they're like, oh shoot. <laughs> they put like, they just cut and pasted from another hotel. Or like, what if they accidentally were like moving really fast and they cut, they'd already cut and paste like some, the, the boilerplate into the response, but then they accidentally cut like some like skating email that they were writing to somebody like, girl, can you believe I have to respond to this bitch? Like that would be hilarious if they accidentally uploaded like some personal email. Oh my God. Um, I do have to say one more thing um, that I, um, I really think that if you're a hotelier listening and you've been discouraged by a bad trip advisor, especially if you're in sales, like I'm a sales guy, and anytime a bad review comes over, because I'm on the executive committee and occasionally we'll get one and you're just like, oh my God, like this person is so, there's nothing we can do. They're so angry at so much and like embedded in there, there's like maybe two or three things like, yeah, we really dropped the ball, but it's never anything like, well, the bellman pulled a gun on me and took my ring and uh, then I was attacked by a ghost in the hallway. Like, it's always like, they didn't have a razor and they were rude or the escalator was broken. But like that really takes a lot out of you as a person who has pride in your, in your hotel because you want everyone to love it. But like even these hotels, like the Moonrise, that was like top 10, they even had bad reviews. So you can't win them all. And certainly not with Circus Lady. No, you can't. Well, uh, you can't win them all. And, and, but I, I, I love... Any opportunity where you have a chance to overcome a challenge is an opportunity to make, you know, a, a really great customer, um, as we've all been told. So there are opportunities there where you hear about a review and then you can make it up to them. And that's why this GM is such a hero and why Jim is such a hero, because you can't make it up to everybody, but you can reach out and say, hey, I've been trying to call you, but your voicemail's not set up and this isn't, isn't set up. But come on, let's talk. Let's settle this. And that's really all you can do. Yeah. And you know, you, um, I love that, um, that even the GM was responding on here because so many times like they don't even, I mean, it, maybe it was a PR person, but it says the GM and it's signed by this guy's name. So that means a lot. Um, and I really just, I commend these GMs for getting online and taking a stake in it. Uh, mine sure, mine sure does. Mine is like, um, what happened here, what happened here, what happened here? And he's an SVP, so he has a lot going on, um, but he still wants every single review to be responded to, even Circus Lady. Thank you, Circus, <laughs> Circus Lady. I have to tell you, this is from the Best Western in St. Louis, and I just have to read this to you because it cracks me up. First off, it says, um, would you like reviews that mention this? And there's like a list of things that get mentioned a lot, you know, when you, when you go on TripAdvisor. But this is the best Western in St. Louis. And um, it says, would you like reviews that mention Cracker Barrel, Kitty Pool, St. Louis, Biscuits and Gravy? <laughs> so funny. But so this, um, this guy, obviously, somebody at the hotel knows this guy because it says, <laughs> during a recent stay, during a separation from my wife, the front desk found it necessary to let my wife and daughter know who I was coming and going with. Not cool. <laughs> oh, wow. No. <laughs> it says not cool, exclamation point. <laughs> no. Oh. It's not cool. But you know, like, 
I'm pretty sure that, I mean, like, I don't know these front desks, but like sometimes the front desk is just moving so fast that they're like, um, I, I think I remember somebody that came in that vaguely looks like that, uh, but he was with a lady that looked like this. And all of a sudden, like the angry wife is like, where are they? That whore. And it could just be like somebody he works with. I love it. And then he says, good luck if you book a room at this property. What he forgot to mention is, and if you're sleeping with someone who's not your wife. (laughs) Right. Oh my Um, God. I just Googled um, the worst hotel in St. Louis and you'll never guess what immediately came up. What? Jennifer B. and her haunted room at the Love Life. Stop! It really, like, right there. Jennifer. Stop! It really did. Jennifer's good. Like, I mean. I looked at the door. Like, let's just go back here really quick. Like, this is so, I looked at the other end. Like, I didn't look. I looked at the other end of the bed, and there was another ghost standing in front of that bed. (laughs) Yeah, a ghost figure of a man in the process of climbing in my bed with me. I looked at the other bed, and there was another ghost standing at the foot of that bed. I mean yeah what i love is that like she says this at the end we had no idea of the history of ghosts in the city when we stayed there like come on now you've now you've got st louis's ghost city usa yeah yeah now the whole place is haunted and scary you got to get you got to get the hell out of st louis so what part i mean like if i were the gm jennifer the manager responded, I'd have been like, first of all, I need to know why you and your girlfriend did not call us and security when a quote ghost was at the foot of your bed who moved it with his smoky hands. Like, and you didn't call security? I mean, this is a trip advisor review. Poor Jennifer. I mean, I really have a lot to unpack in your childhood. Yeah. She was, um, she was trying to get connected to, you know, something a little bit more than uh, the Lord at this conference. And she was trying to make sure she covered her bases. What I want to know is if the other lady wrote a review or was she just like, girl, you write the review. I can't, I cannot write about this ghost. I am traumatized. She's like, I don't need that ghost visiting me at night when I get back home. Yeah. And maybe we should send this review to Joyce Meyer and be like, hey, girl, FYI. You need prayer in room 704. Right. Oh, it's always a room that ends with four. Remember room 404 with that ghost, the four-year-old ghost? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to move your bed. I'm moving your bed. Do you think that she went to Joyce Myers the next day and was like, I need an altar call. I need need someone to lay hands on me and get this ghost out of my body. I'm sure she did, and she... Like Joyce Meyer was like, oh, that's not the demon I need to cast up out of your body. I need to cast um, cast the Remy Martin and weed up out of your mini bar. <laughs> that's what really needs to happen. Like Joyce Meyer's not stupid, right? She's probably got Jennifer's number. Um, Tracy, this brings to mind something that I haven't really thought about because I hate it when people ask me about it. But do you think maybe we should do haunted hotels, allegedly haunted hotels? Okay. Like, Let's do that for our next episode. That'd be fun. There's so many, like, um, like the um, the Stanley and Estes Park and the Hotel Dell in San Diego and 
Um, <laughs> the Hyatt in, in St. Louis. <laughs> right. The Clayton Plaza or whatever it is. Yeah. The, Clayton, the infamous Clayton Plaza haunting. Yeah. I'm just going to say that I want to go back and say, like, if you're a haunted hotel and you have, like, you have, like, a um, tongue-in-cheek kind of luxury uh, lifestyle and you could get away with it, you should definitely do a ghost cutout with like a hashtag, have you seen me? Um, with the hotel logo on it, just for a photo op. Yes. Just a thought. It's not happening at my hotel, but thought. Well, this hotel wasn't haunted. This is my last one because this makes me laugh. Um, but these guys uh, went to St. Louis um, on a trip and it says, when we got back to the hotel from meeting friends at a club, we noticed it was hot in the room. The old, <laughs> dial, <laughs> the old dial thermostat Read 74. The AC was not working. It was 3 a.m. and we just went to sleep. Yes, it was late uh, at night, as the doorman pointed out as we got in. He said, and I quote, wow, it's late. Aren't you boys a little old to be up so late? Do you know each other? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, this doorman just gave no Fs. He's like, wow. You boys are out late. You're too old to be out this late. Do you know each other? And he said, I've never been greeted <laughs> like this. Oh, it's so great. Well, I mean, like, it is, I'm, you know, once again, I'm just going to say that, like, my mother told me a long time ago, nothing really good happens after midnight. And the older I've gotten, certainly in hotels and downtown, like, you can count on it. Nothing good's happening after midnight. <laughs> Well, then, then the next night they, they had plans too. It says, before leaving to go to the concert, we had the AC guy in the room. He checked the filter, said it was clean, and that sometimes the rooms got like this. What? Exclamation point, exclamation point. Again, no rooms were available, and I didn't have time to fight as we were going to Lilith Fair. <laughs> what? What? The end is the, that is the, that's the dramatic... That's the ending I was looking for. Just some dudes going to Lilith Fair that are sleeping up in a double room with the heat on. It was him and his boyfriend. He's like, I didn't have time to fight as we were going to Lilith Fair. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You've already lost some battles if you got conned into going to Lilith Fair in St. Louis with your boyfriend. Like, you have lost battles in your life that have gotten you to this point. Oh my God, that's so great. Okay, anyhow, that's my last one. I think we need to do haunted hotels. I'm excited. What's your favorite, just as a teaser for next week, what is your favorite or like the haunted hotel that comes to mind for you? Okay, so there's an Omni in New Hampshire that's haunted and it is a, well, they say it's haunted. Um, it's one of the most beautiful hotels I've ever been in. It's, it's has original Tiffany glass. And I mean, it is just, it's so beautiful. So that's the first hotel that comes to mind. Wow. Was it originally, a, it wasn't originally an Omni. No, Omni purchased it because the um, president of Omni at the time spent a lot, he grew up there and uh, outside of there and um, spent a lot of time there and always loved this hotel. And so Omni bought it. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful hotel and, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So when I, uh, when I stayed there, they were, you know, I was in a room by myself and they said, um, well, be careful. Cause here it's haunted. And here's a picture of the, you know, per they had like a picture and pointed to this person that was haunting it. Then they had like, you know, people come and greet us that were in period pieces and, um, 
were talking about the haunting and all this and they really drilled it in i mean they really sunk their teeth in and i yeah i think you just have to go all the way with it you have to be like and look there just over the uh, escalator is the ghost and there's like some woman in a sheet like you've got to go all the way in or else you have to be like no 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 it's not haunted it's just we have a spirited past hallelujah yeah i mean can you imagine like if you're gonna do it right like i would be all the way in i'd get like a lighting company and be like listen this ghost has to be scary Mm-hmm. there yeah. are um the number one like the number one haunted hotel according to architectural digest is in fact the stanley hotel in estes park and i've been there and i've been on their ghost tour and they are ones that do it right they play it up they're like you know they have the shining that you can rent the shining in the room for free and um i mean all jack nichols nicholas has nicholson has to do in that movie is just look at the camera and you begin to feel eerie so oh yeah i can't i mean i've never i'm not one for horror flicks yeah well and then there's the driscoll is in here too this is going to be fun like i wonder if jeff trigger remember mr trigger i doubt he is like uh playing up the hauntedness but he was in school for a long time and the stanley he loves a a haunted hotel (laughs) (laughs) oh i can't wait okay I'm going to try and find some real obscure, you know, like, like this lady. I mean, seriously. There's a lot out there. Um, and I bet you that, um, that circus lady has stayed at the haunted hotel too. Um, ooh, ooh. If anybody out there has a haunted hotel story, uh, write us or um, let us know. Go to our website, hotelstoriespodcast.com. Or if you know of a hotel review that talks about ghosts, let us know. We want to read it. We want to talk about it. Not be coming up on here talking about my hotel because <laughs> I will emphatically deny that there is no ghost on the, on the night before that's a jilted bride, but whatever. What if every single one of my reviews was about your hotel? <laughs> every single one know, of my right? And I'm like, my podcast over. And you know, remember like Ruth Bilbo when she, when she came to work with the Palomar, she's like, um... Yeah, every once in a while, I would hear like a little girl laughing in the hallway and um, made for an awkward sight to her. Like she was so nonplussed by it. Like Ruth is like, yeah, that's the ghost. She's just a giggling little girl. Anyway, this is room 1904. And <laughs> I love Ruth. God, I love Ruth. Like literally couldn't care. She's just like, yeah, people say it's haunted because there was a fire that killed six families. But anyway, this is room 204. And- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Anyway. Okay, I'm excited for next week. Yeah, thanks for your time, everyone, and thanks for your time, St. Louis. Thanks Uh, for listening to Hotel Stories. Right on down the Mississippi. Have a good night.